Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're currently working our way through Gospel of John chapter 16, where Jesus, having just finished his great chapter 15 of John, where he spoke of staying attached to the vine and being branches, etc., the need to be connected to him uh, absolutely and continually, begins to now talk about what happens when we don't. What happens when we fail to stay connected, when we fail to be consistent. And this is a very real danger for each and every one of us as Christians, as believers. And he speaks of, in this chapter, how hard it can be to be faithful and to be consistent in this life that we're called to. And he picks it up in verse 16 saying, in a little while and you will not see me again in a little while you will see me. And then in most versions it goes on to say, because I go to my father. Now again, he's speaking to the apostles here. So these words can seem rather cryptic and would have seemed rather cryptic. I'm sure to these guys, because I think we tend to understand in this passage, Jesus to mean that, well, he would be crucified and would then go away for a time to death in the grave. But then we can get snagged by wondering what he means and saying in a little while they would see him again. I mean, is he speaking of his resurrection here? Is he is he speaking of his appearance in the upper room at Pentecost and the coming of the Holy Spirit at his coming return to earth? Certainly all of these things are possible as they are all true, but notice again those additional words that I said appear in most manuscripts. It says, because I go to my father, and he's going to confirm that sentence in all manuscripts uh, coming up in the next verse. But it appears that when they will see him again, in the sense that he is speaking, that he is speaking of here, he will be then in the presence of God, or having been just in the presence of God. So they would indeed see him in a little while. But truthfully we too are going to be seeing him in just a little while because factually life is so short and quickly it's gone gang verse 17 of our text says some of his disciples therefore said to one another uh what is this that he says to us a little while and you won't see me again and again a little while and and you will see me and because i go to my father verse 18 and they said therefore what is this that he says a little while we don't know what he is saying So I guess the apostles didn't get it, and seldom do we. You know, when we're young, we can be so naive. We think we're going to live forever and that the road is long before us, don't we? Then when we're old and we finally know the truth of the scant nature of our lives, it's often too late to do anything of consequence with it. All the time in the middle... Well, that's just an attempt to suck the morrow out of our time here through pleasures and possessions and self-exaltation. 
So the apostles just talked and talked about this issue. But please notice, sadly, they talked about him instead of talking to him. And it's funny how we're so quick to do the same. I mean, we like Jesus talk, don't we? Religious debates and church discussions. But you know what? It's all meaningless unless we firstly and primarily talk to Jesus. Remember those whom Jesus said, Depart from me, I never knew you. They had prophesied, they had cast out demons, they had done great works of religion, but it didn't matter because they still didn't know Jesus. And it would serve us all well to spend a little less time talking to each other and a lot more time talking to Jesus one to one. Verse 19, Therefore Jesus perceived that they wanted to ask him, and he said to them, Do you inquire among yourselves concerning this, that I said, A little while and you won't see me, and again a little while you will see me? Most certainly I tell you that you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. Now the apostles, most certainly they had given their lives to Jesus and they had given their lives to the cause. They had pledged their loyalty and You know, for the most part, they had given him their best. Yet in a case of classic humanity, they thought that despite the bumps and the trials, this whole matter would eventually and ultimately come to blessing and joy. Yet I think this story was now starting to sink in. And of course, to say that they were sad, well, that would be another statement. This isn't what they got into this for. They were no doubt trying hard to not be Well, angry. I mean, they wanted answers. And Jesus was not being totally forthcoming. Maybe because, as he has already said, they wouldn't understand, at least at this point. What's a guy to do when he finds himself in such a predicament? Because you know what? Each of us will undoubtedly, at some point, find ourselves in such a situation. And I guess this is where faith comes in. This is where faith comes into play. We will all have uh, to hang tough when we face this kind of situation. And, and I have to ask, will you have the stuff when you stare into that abyss? Because like the apostles, perhaps we too will weep and lament, even while the world rejoices. Do we trust him to have our backs? The apostles, no doubt, thought their time of testing was already past, having occurred way back when they answered the call to follow Christ. But now here they were. If it were even possible, they were being challenged at an even greater level. They had followed Jesus, they had believed in Jesus, they had loved him. Now they were being asked to take the next step, and that was to actually trust him. Even when they didn't have a clue what he was doing, And all the people who believe upon Christ, all those who go on to actually accept his call, all those who follow him into the field of mission and call themselves by his holy name, they will all stand at this gate. Each and every one of us being called to trust in what we cannot see and what we cannot understand. Many will, after all they have witnessed, all they have experienced and embraced at this point simply stop.
Oh, perhaps they will continue to wear the religious facade. Perhaps they will claim an allegiance to the cause, but in actual practice, they will go no further because it's over. All the training, all the preparation, all the promises they made will bring each of us, as it did to the apostles, to that moment of supreme testing. And frankly, many will simply not make the cut. Because it's not just how much I love him, though that certainly plays into this, but it is moreover, how much do I trust him? As they stood on the boat that day in the midst of the storm, remember they woke Jesus up and they asked in panic words, teacher, don't you care that we're all dying? And he woke up and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was great calm. And he said to them, why are you so afraid? How is it that you have no faith? Well, I don't know. Why is it that we have no faith? Is it because he has failed us so much? Or somehow this life he has given us is so distasteful? Or is it that to trust him means that I cannot trust me? That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.